and welcome to the VSA Capital 5 Minute Morning Miner. It's Wednesday the 18th of October and this morning I've got Ollie. Ollie, how are you this morning? Yeah, very well, thanks. How are you doing, Andrew? Yeah, not too bad. Um, right, let's get cracking today. Uh, there's a few things to talk about. I, don't know, I saw the Antifagasta had Q3 production numbers. I don't know if you looked at those, Ollie. Uh, yeah, quite interesting actually. The stock is off a little bit this morning, even though the copper price is up. Um, and having a look at the numbers at, at the start, you think they're actually pretty good because they're up 16% um, Q on Q, 174,000 tons of copper. Um, and byproduct gold production is up 30% Q on Q to 57,000 ounces. So that's benefited costs as well but I guess what people might be looking at is that just to meet copper guidance of 640 they'll basically need to do the same again that was a big uplift Q on Q um, so to meet the, the bottom end of guidance they will have to repeat that as a minimum um, and certainly the top end of that guidance 670 implies sort of 200,000 tonnes, so that would be another big increase um, into the fourth quarter. So perhaps the market a little bit unsure that that can be um, done again. There's also some implied inflation in the unit cost numbers, um, which without byproducts were only 8% lower Q on Q despite that increase in copper production so it's 2.27 pound obviously with that big increase in gold production on a net basis that is down 25 percent to 1.47 per pound but still that means they're on track for the full year guide the nine month average is 1.65 pound which is what the full year guidance is and they will need to hit the production numbers to ensure they hit that um, cost guidance as well. Yeah, look, I mean, like you, I thought they were pretty good numbers, basically. Um, and the stock is off a little bit. I mean, the UK market is still basically saying it can't stand uh, mining companies. We well, can't really stand companies, full stop, but I mean, it can't stand mining companies. Uh, <laughs> one of these days it will change. I mean, everyone says that copper is going to change. If you want exposure to copper uh, in a big way, Antifagasta has got to be the player, in my view. But um, that's a, a, another decision whether you really want to uh, be in big copper. Um, okay, I know we've got a private company that put out some news yesterday we want to talk about. Have you got anything else in the quoted markets you want to talk about, Ollie? Uh, just a, another quarterly update this time from Hoxchild Mining. Um, so they produced 6.8 million ounces of silver equivalent. That was up uh, 13% Q on Q. Um, so they're at 18 million ounces year to date. So on track for their guidance of 24 to 25 million ounces silver equivalent um, that is a revised target uh, just to point out not today but quite recently um, but that came from increased production mainly at Immaculada um, across silver and and gold 8% increase in silver 2.6 million ounces in the quarter and a 15% increase in gold thousand ounces um, so that also means they're on track for the revised cost guidance of 
18 to 19 dollars an ounce silver equivalent um the growth project also seems like it's on track 98 quite sure how you do percentage progress to that accuracy but um sounds good no, it is accurate okay let's uh turn then to uh, a private company it's godolphin exploration uh we are advisors to them i'll be absolutely honest i'm a shareholder as well so i'm slightly biased um but they put out a, a private um letter to all shareholders but it's it's worth just talking a little bit about it because uh we are we can talk it openly because it's private it's wonderful isn't it you know all the bloody regulation around you uh we are obviously going to be at some stage raising them um some money not a huge amount probably up to a million pounds maximum so that they can go drilling uh, and we are expecting pretty exciting results. So, of course, first of all, if anybody listening to this has got any interest, then do get in touch with us. Um, we will probably be doing it towards the end of the year. But anyway, Ollie, what, what have they got to say? And how does it fit in with the overall picture down in, in Cornwall and the southwest? Uh, well, I mean, Godolphin's are sort of pre-drilling um, exploration company. They're on historic licenses. They've got two packages of... Uh, mineral rights, one right in the south um, around the, the, the Wheel Vore and Carlene mines um, and then up on the sort of Devon-Cornwall border, uh, Devon Great Consoles, both historic uh, mining areas with really quite impressive grades um, in modern terms. Uh, so both license packaged on the edge of the, the granite intrusions that host the mineralization. Um, so right postcodes for um, drilling success and all the mineral rights tied up appropriately. But they've been going through all the sort of um, parish meetings and that sort of thing to get locals on side, explain what they're planning to do. Um, so they should be ready to drill, subject to this funding, uh, in Q1 2024. And that's obviously a pretty exciting time in terms of milestones and demonstrating the you know, validity of the, the, the investment case. Okay. So, I mean, I think uh, overall, we're, we're well, it's very early stage. It's a very early stage company, isn't it? But, I mean, we're, we're pretty excited about it. Um, and it, the other point is it's within the... If you look at some of the crowdfunding that's been going on down there, this looks so much cheaper. It's unbelievable. Uh, anyway, look, if anybody's got interest, just, just do get in touch with us. Yep. Anything else, Ollie? Well, I mean, just to, just to add, I think it, it is early stage, but also it's relatively low risk drilling. It's a bit difficult to explain on the podcast, but as you say, um, anyone who wants to know can ask us and we can show them the targets where these historic mines, the, they end on the end of the mineral rights um, and often times uh, Godolphin have chosen to buy the adjacent mineral rights um, which have been unmined and they'll be in this drilling program targeting the extensions um, of those historic mines into their exploration areas. So yeah, really and I think I think one of the points to mention on that Ollie is that actually the management team at Godolphin um, were buying up these mineral rights before most of these other companies even came along and started becoming well known down in Cornwall. So they have been 
first players picking up the best mineral rights. Um, but so far, they just sat quietly uh, with the mineral rights, waiting for the right time. Uh, other people are coming in sort of behind them. Um, anyway, probably enough said there. Uh, yes, yeah, people are interested, do get in touch with us. Uh, on that note, Ollie, we'll call it a day. And uh, I'll be back with Paul, I think, tomorrow. Yep, very good. This podcast has been produced and edited by VSA Capital. It is intended for information purposes and not as investment advice. The information is intended for recipients who understand the risks associated with equity investments in smaller companies. Please do your own research and do not rely on a single source when making an investment decision. VSA Capital may derive fees from this content and seeks to do business with the companies mentioned.